Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 369 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Luke. And he writes, Hello, I just enjoyed playing very much your fingered edition of Variations on Dances by Samuel Scheidt. I was wondering if you have any other fingered editions of other pieces by North German Baroque composers such as Scheid, Scheidemann or Swelling, or if you were planning to make any more. My skill level is somewhere between beginner and intermediate, I would think. I am playing a one manual positive with pedal. Thank you, Luke. Um, Ausha, what do you say? Why do you say people like uh, North German Baroque composers such as Scheid, Scheidemann, Swelling, Buxtehude, Tunder? Well, because we agreed we are my favorite too. Although I don't know if these composers would be my favorite if I would play one manual positive organ without pedal. Because in general, these composers are known for for creating music. Not all of them, but, but most of them. For creating um, compositions for large organs. Mm-hmm. Look at those North German organs with a big pedal towers and multiple manuals. Look positive. Especially Scheidemann? Yes, especially Scheidemann. Not so much Scheid, of course, and Swelling. Those could be done on the one manual positive. Oh, he has a pedal, yes, with pedal. With pedal. But But still, for -hmm. for most of Scheidemann's compositions, you would need, you know, at least two keyboards. Two manuals. Mm -hmm. Um, So later on, uh, Luke found found uh, uh, other scores and he uh, bought Fantasia Chromatica by Swelling, Benedicamus uh, by Samuel Scheidt, Da Pacem by Swelling, and Moria Palatino by Swelling. So then he wrote that he want, wanted to to find even more scores, you know, he he is hungry for North German music in general. But it's a good start. I think uh, uh, it doesn't make sense to 
to you know to buy everything and uh, only practice one or two pieces right especially at the beginner level or early intermediate level i think those four scores are plenty to start with but that's what many people want to do we want to you know to own something and we buy things in advance just to have them haven't you noticed this kind of tendency um i know i have kindle device for reading books and <laughs> i have many books loaded up there to read guess how many i i have read uh, by now i don't know a small part of them and uh, <laughs> yes it is it is um a problem I'm dealing with too because I have a big curiosity about various various uh, phenomenon and uh, it's difficult for me to focus on one thing and I feel distractions everywhere and I, if I see a wonderful book which is of course a wonderful in itself and uh, I feel the urge to to buy it, you know, with the hope that I will read it one day or someday. But um, lately I've been checking myself and um, I'm kind of focusing on, on, on the books that I have on my Kindle so that, so that uh, I would not be so distracted. What would you recommend for people to to practice more or to buy more? <laughs> of course, to practice more. Mm-hmm. But usually this, this is not how the world works. Mm-hmm. Obviously, obviously um, when people are subscribed to Total Organist program that we have, they don't have to buy you know every single one. They can download one or two or four or, or whatever number they like and see see their goals or how they fit their goals and um, and then try them out and practice music that uh, fits their needs the most but uh, but that's the beauty they can choose whatever works for them without the need to invest uh, in each individual scored separately mm, that's nice which is you know uh, another way some people choose not to pay monthly or yearly membership and, and just buy what they need or I would say what they want sometimes well out of these three mentioned composers which one is your favorite Sverling, uh, Scheidemann or Scheid Maybe, maybe Scheidemann, I would say. I, I was, at one time, I memorized a lot of Scheidemann's music and tried to assimilate his style and, and improvise like Scheidemann. I remember my, my, my lecture recital at University of Nebraska-Lincoln was about mastering uh, the composition treated by swelling but applying it to the rules of how uh, 
Scheidemann would create, uh, dissecting the pieces of Scheidemann and putting them back together in different order and making it my own. That was my idea some, some 13 or 14 years ago. Uh, for that issue, for that uh, reason, I had to memorize a lot of Scheidemann's music in small fragments and transpose them. That's why I feel kind of connected with him a lot. Yes, I guess when you spend a lot of you know time with one composer's pieces, you sort of feel like like yourself mm -hmm. while playing. Yes, music. What about you? I guess he also, you know, Scheidemann is my favorite because his music is so sweet. We have this CD recording by Bill Porter. It's called Music Sweet and Serious. So Scheidemann's music was considered sweet by his contemporaries. And serious music was by... Ja Jacob Pretorius, I believe. Yes. Jacob Pretorius II, who lived also in Hamburg. And and they were contemporaries, I, be I believe, the, both students of Swelling. But his style, Jacob Pretorius' style, was more grave and serious. And when Rhein can continue the sweet style of Scheidemann. Yes. And of course, Buxtehude later probably learned from Reinken and transferred this style to Lübeck. That's right. So, out of those three composers, I think that Scheidt is probably in the last place for myself. But you know, the good thing about Scheidt is that he is the only one from those three composers who wrote uh, you know, a collection of complete collection of of keyboard works. Tabulatura Nova. Yes, in three parts, and it's it's like a compendium of of the types of organ compositions or genres that were played at the day in North Germany, beginning of the 17th century. And um, so I guess it's very he, beautiful too. he had probably the most, you know teacher and scholar approach to the music mm -hmm. that he did. And scholars today believe that his style still resembles the most swelling style. That's right, yes. It's very much swelling style. That's why Balletto del Granduca or Ballo del Granduca, sometimes they call it, was first uh, thought to be created by swelling and now I believe Peter Dirksen says that it is by Scheid. So, sometimes it's really hard to differentiate both styles of those composers. And, and, and Scheidemann went further with his diminutions and ornamented line in the solo part, which, of course, neither Scheidemann nor Swelling was the champion of it. That's right. 
Although they, they both knew it, and especially Svelink when he got involved with English virginalists, virginal composers such as John Bull and Gibbons and, and others, they have this, those flourishes in the solo parts, in the bass, in the right hand. And um, Svelink uses too sometimes in his keyboard variations, for example. Um, but Scheidemann went further and and uh, I think he created those choral fantasies with those ornamented uh, versions of the solo lines, which is which are very beautiful on, on large organs with solo stops. That's right. Do you think that Osha or what would you say about polyphony of Scheidemann and Swelling? Are they similar? Hmm. Of course, we both created polyphonic music. But I think, you know, that, that Scheidemann took a little bit different approach. Yes, and uh, he probably uh, maybe more uh, more uh, how how to say made this style fitted for keyboard instruments as well, because Swelling's polyphony is basically purely vocal taken from Italian theorists like Zerlino. Well, yes, because you can find all those augmentations and diminutions and all other polyphonic devices in his fantasies, for example. I guess that, you know, the biggest advantage was that Scheidemann used the organ in more various ways. So definitely, when playing Scheidemann, you really need to have more than one keyboard, which is not the case with Svelling's music. But you know what, I would say, in addition to that, because Luke uh, fell in love with those three composers, is that regardless of the type of instrument you are playing it on, the music starts to speak for itself. It's not like Spanish music, Portuguese music, or even Italian music, where you need to have specific instrument to sound it convincing. English music too. Otherwise, it it's um, it, it doesn't transfer all all the beautiful qualities. With North German music, the music starts to speak on any interesting uh, keyboard instrument, regardless of the style and uh, specification. Even if you have one flute, it sounds beautiful. It's just like with Bach, you know. Would you say I'm on the right track here? Well, <laughs> yes and no. I don't think that you no know, North Germans like Scheidemann would sound well on any type of instrument. Be careful when you are telling things like this, because it's not... Not true. 
Not entirely true. So that's your opinion. Then. That's my opinion. Yes. I, w- I wouldn't play Scheidemann on Kavaya Kolis organ. Would, you, would play, you? Would you play Bach on Kavaya Kolis organ? Well... Not if I could help it. <laughs> not if you can avoid it. Yes. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's a tricky, tricky distinction we sometimes have to make. Uh, if we like the music so much, right? Sometimes we tend to sometimes play it on any instrument that we find. And some people, you know, are fine with this. And some believe that more specific instruments are needed to express the beauty of the music. But but what I was referring, it's, it's a little bit from a different angle, that Italian, Spanish, Portuguese and English music, let's say, in itself, they they lack those qualities, purely musical qualities, which, uh, let's say, enough German music have. And therefore, when you, uh, when you strip enough German music from the wonderful enough German sounds, they, they have much more left than any other my mentioned stylistic. Um, trends. Would I you guess agree? you are right. And Bach even more. Uh, I could play, I could play Bach's chorale or fugue or, or you know, and prelude on on my little uh, positive organ at home with one flute, without sixteen foot, but it would sound, you know, complete in itself because it's thought out uh, composition. And uh, no, German music is on this track too, not as complete as this, but more on this track than any other previous music that we know of. I would say this. That's why Bach liked it so much. And to you know, took influences from this music because no one genius knows another genius. Mm, let's say French classical music. It also also lacks a little bit in 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 color when we com- you know perform it on on a different type of instrument. Not so with not German music. Well, I would not judge so much, you know. I'd but that's my opinion, and I'm open for discussion. Okay, guys. Okay. Let's let's be liberal here. Okay, thank you guys for sending thoughtful questions. We love helping you grow and see how long our answer was. (laughs) Once I start talking, I cannot shut up. Yes, because it's about North Germans, whom we both love. Just like uh, when we start drawing pink and spiky cartoons, uh, those animals start to talk and we have to shut them up because they won't stop on themselves. All right. We hope this this was useful to you. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online. 
where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vides and Osha, thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total-organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and... 10-day organ playing mini-course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.